Chatting with the Costas podcast is on Anchor.fm. Hello and welcome to another episode of Chatting with the Constantins. I'm your host, John Constantin. In this week's episode, I'm going to be flying solo. My daughter's destiny is off on assignment. And today, I think we're going to be talking about cybersecurity and how to protect your credit cards from websites from being hacked and other good stuff. So stay tuned. That's all coming up on Chatting with the Constantins on Anchor.fm. Hey everybody, welcome. It's Saturday. You know what that means. Chatting with the Constantins is on Anchor.fm. How's everybody doing? I know it's been a minute and a cup of coffee since we've been on the air, but I have some great uh, cybersecurity tips to protect your information online. If you like using apps like I do, there's a great one called Microsoft Authentication. You can add all your accounts in there, and what it'll do, it'll give you a random code so you can use two-step authentication which is nice because you got to have an awesome defense to have a great offense so that protects you also the other thing that will protect you if you use netflix amazon hulu anything like that or if you have your credit cards on your smartphone remove them because those can be easily hacked now this pandemic's been crazy for everybody everybody seems to be getting hacked or data breaches what they're looking for is credit card information things they can use against you if you remove all that you're removing some of your digital footprint and coming up my review on aew and stay tuned from a word from our sponsors you've been listening chatting with the constantins on anchor.fm Hey guys, let's chat about AEW and how they have been on fire ever since they kicked NXT to Tuesday nights. Their house shows are like pay-per-views in my mind. I still can't get that Blood and Guts match show that they had where the two highlight matches for me were uh, SCU and Young Bucks and the two cage match between the Inner Circle and the Pinnacle were like the highlights for me. And I w- I'd be remiss if I didn't mention that Nick Jackson made a shot to WWE for like back in 2008 WrestleMania where Shawn Michaels tells Ric Flair, says he's sorry and I love you and he did the same thing to Christopher Daniels. And now SCU's broken up, which is sad, but that's what, they, that's what the stipulations were. That's what they agreed to. But that match was on fire, bell to bell. Hands down, both of those guys tore, tore the showdown for, for that tag match, for that segment of uh, blood and guts. Then... You had the cage match. You know, previously in the promo, Sammy Guevara says he's going to start first. Sammy Guevara had an excellent showing in in that in that uh, beginning Blood and Guts match until all, all the participants were in that match. And then just to save Jericho, the inner circle had to quit. And then after that, freaking uh, MJF throws him off the top of the cage. And I'm lucky Chris Jericho is still walking after he got thrown off the top of the cage. And he only walked away with a dislocated elbow, which is kind of cool. And the following week, he comes back and then they challenged a rematch and they did an old skit uh, with a little bit of bubbly where they sprayed the hell out of the pinnacle and they got their match for uh, double or nothing uh, stadium stampede match and if the inner circle loses they have to disband but that pay-per-view shaping up pretty good and then I was watching it later on and then you know I, obviously I'm catching up on the DVR and I'm watching it and Kenny Omega is trying to get Orange Cassidy out of the triple threat match. Now, I see Orange Cassidy as a as, as a dark horse in this match uh, for winning the AEW belt at the pay-per-view. Kenny Omega is trying to play Mr. Uh, e, uh, Executive Vice President. I think he's afraid, but that's going to be a good match, too. And then, for, for some reason, I'm still watching AEW. I'm, I'm loving it. I still see the difference because when I watch AEW, again... You know, in the beginning, as I said, am I watching a regular house show or a pay-per-view on regular TV, which is awesome because I don't find AEW that predictable as WWE. For an example, Friday Night SmackDown, Sonya Deville, 
come out, was honoring the champions of SmackDown. And after all that, Bailey comes out, runs her mouth. And then you see Nia Jax and you see Shayna Baszler come out. And then you have Bianca Blair scruffling with Bailey. And then you got the tag champs come down, which I'm so proud of Natalia and Tamina. They got their chance to get the belts and they're in their scuffle. And then, oh, they go commercial. And then, oh, saying to myself during a commercial, it's going to be a six-woman tag. You had Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler, and Bailey on one side. And you had all the champs on the other side. But, you know, Natty had to tap to Shayna. It was still a good match. And then I just, I I must have fell asleep because it got boring. But next Friday, it's going to be some competition. Because AEW is going to be on a special Friday night. So, I'm going to either DVR both the shows and watch something else. Or watch AEW and DVR SmackDown. Or don't even watch SmackDown. Because that's going to be so predictable. Anyways. But, I still stand by AEW. They're the best wrestling show on TV. Hands down. Period. Because there's nothing like a wrestling match. You know, I said it before without JR and Tony Schiavone calling the matches. And the quote Excalibur, you got to give the people what they want. All right, till next time. Remember, it's always a great time to have a great chat. And you've been listening to Chatting with the Constantins on Anchor.fm. You have been listening to Chatting with the Constantins on Anchor.fm. <laughs>